You have spent your entire life learning to be unhappy. Let me repeat that. You have spent your life, your entire life, learning to be unhappy. And the way we learn to be unhappy is by... That's Dr. Sri Kumar Rao. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. So today we have Dr. Sri Kumar Rao back on the show, and he's here to talk about a topic that's really important to me and that I think should be at the cornerstone of most of our upbringing, especially in the Western world. And that topic is all about happiness and more specifically how to be happy. Because what we've been taught about happiness so far hasn't really been working because things like depression, anxiety, and other mental challenges have been on the constant uptick. And part of the reason why I think is because we don't have a great model of what happiness is. What we're taught is that we have to look outside ourselves to attain happiness. And most people's happiness is contingent on something. And that something is typically something in the future. So, for example, most of us say things like, I'll be happy when I get a house. I'll be happy when I get a better job. I'll be happy when I make more money. But living, as Tony Robbins said in our last episode, living in expectation of something in the future is just a very unhealthy way to live a life. and. It's funny because as I was looking for clips this week, I came across a Wayne Dyer talk and in his talk, he spoke about unhappiness and he called, he called it the unhappiness trap. And he said, most people suffer from what he calls the IFD syndrome. And he breaks it down by explaining what each letter stands for. And the I was for idealization. And that means he says, we placed our feelings of happiness outside ourselves, and we think getting something or achieving something will make us happy. But then after we get it, it's only a matter of time before we're unhappy again and on the search for that other thing that we think will make us happy. And then that causes frustration, which is the F and the syndrome and the IFD syndrome. And then that frustration leads to the D in that IFD syndrome, which stands for demoralization or feelings of discontentment. And this cycle can go on and on and on and on and sometimes for our entire lifetime. But to break out of this habit, what we have to do is we have to fall in love with the process, not the outcome. We have to remain in the present moment. Be here in the now. Here's Dr. Rao. Enjoy. I have a different proposition to suggest to you. And what I have to suggest to you is that there is nothing that you have to get, do, or be in order to be happy. 
Let me repeat that. There is nothing that you have to get, do, or be in order to be happy. In fact, happiness is your innate nature. It is hardwired into you. It is part of your DNA. You cannot not be happy. Now, all of you are very polite. And uh, in some of the other forums I speak in, such as top business schools, they're not so polite. And invariably, somebody articulates what many of you are thinking, which is, if happiness is my innate nature, how come I am not experiencing it? How come I'm experiencing my life sucks? <laughs> and the answer to that is actually very simple. You have spent your entire life learning to be unhappy. Let me repeat that. You have spent your life, your entire life, learning to be unhappy. And the way we learn to be unhappy is by buying into a particular mental model. A mental model is a notion that we have that this is the way the world works. And all of us have mental models. We've got dozens of mental models. We've got mental models on how to find a job, how to get ahead at work, how to pick a restaurant to eat at, how to you know, have a movie to go to. Dozens of them. The problem isn't that we have mental models. The problem is that we don't know that we have mental models. We think this is the way the world works. And the more we invest in a mental model, the more it appears that this, in fact, is the way it world works. But it isn't. It's just a mental model. And the mental model we have that we buy into so strongly is that we have to get something so we can do something so we can be something. Like we have to get a great deal of money so we can travel to exotic places so we can be happy. We have to be in a relationship so we can have great sex, so we can be happy. All of this is a variation of the if-then model. And the if-then model is, if this happens, then we will be happy. If I were to get a better job, if I were to get more money, if my boss would have a heart attack, if only I could get married. <coughs> If only I was married, if only my wife would leave me, <laughs> if only I had children, if my children would grow up and go to college. It doesn't matter what it is. The whole notion is, if this happens, then I will be happy. And right now, the only thing that's different between the persons in this audience is what is the particular if that you are focusing on. And the only thing that's different between you now and where you were 10 years ago is what is the particular if that you were focusing on. Think about your life 10 years ago. Spend a minute doing that. And 10 years ago, if you remember clearly, there were certain things you wanted. Is that correct? Odds are pretty good that many of those things you wanted 10 years ago you now have. Is that correct? Where has that left you? in exactly the same place, right? What we don't realize is the model itself is flawed. The if-then model. If this happens, I will be happy. The model itself is flawed. But instead of recognizing that it is the model itself that's flawed, what we do is we spend enormous amount of time changing the if. You know, oh, well, I thought that if I became CEO, it would help. But now I realize it's not that I want to become a CEO. I want to become the billionaire CEO, and then I will be happy. You've got your own variation of that. Pick on that. But it's the model itself that's flawed, not what you put on the if side of the equation. And I can demonstrate that to you. Can any of you recall a time when you were confronted 
with a scene of such spectacular beauty that it took you, out, took you outside of yourself into a place of great serenity. Maybe a rainbow, a mountain range, a valley, the sea. And if you remember that, raise your hands if you could. Virtually all of you could, right? Have you ever wondered why that happened? The reason that happened is that somehow, for some reason, at that instant, you accepted the universe exactly as it was. You didn't say, that's a beautiful rainbow, but it's kind of off to the left, and if I could move it 200 yards to the right, it would be ever so much beautiful. You didn't say, that's a beautiful valley, but the tree in the foreground has too many crooked branches, so if you gave me a chainsaw in 20 minutes, I'd make it ever so much better. Oh no, the rainbow off-center was just fine, the tree with its crooked branches was just fine, and the moment you accepted the universe just as it was, your habitual wanting self dropped away, and the happiness which is your innate nature surfaced, and you felt it. And I know you felt it because now, even now, after all those years, you can still remember it. The problem is that your life right now, with all of the problems that you have, more precisely, all of the problems that you think you have, is equally perfect. But you do not accept it. In fact, you're spending all your time striving with might and main to make it different. You are not accepting it. And when you're not accepting it, you're buying into the if-then model. If this happens, then I will be happy. And it's the model itself that is flawed. So let me show you how you can get out of that, or at least you can begin the steps towards getting out of that. <clears throat> I'd like to share with you that action. If we all live our lives because we want to achieve something, correct? You know, we are here and we want to have something. Uh, Alex wants to have a successful conference. You know, many of you want to have, uh, bring programs to your companies that are very successful. You want to progress, have more money, all of that. Is that correct? Each of that is an outcome. You would like something to happen. Now, I'd like you to think about the following. Actions are within your control, not entirely, but to a large extent. The outcome is completely out of your control. Okay? Actions are within your control. The outcome is completely outside your control. Have any of you recognized that when you have a goal and you start to work towards it, some of the time you don't achieve your goal, and some of the time what you get is the exact opposite of what you wanted? Has, any, has that happened to any of you? Happens all the time. But we live in a world where what we think of, what we invest in, is the outcome. We define our life in the following way. Here I am, here's where I want to go, these are the steps I have to take in order to get from where I am to where I want to go, and if I succeed, life is wonderful, and if I don't, then I have failed. Life is no good, life sucks. True, false? That is how we live. We invest in the outcome, and as I've just pointed out, the outcome is frequently different from what we would like, and sometimes the diametric opposite of what we would like. You invest in the outcome, and you are guaranteed to have more than your share of frustration, angst, and all the rest of the stuff that makes life suck. There is an alternative. 
And the alternative is that you do not invest in the outcome, you invest in the process. And the best way to describe that is a quote by John Wooden. I don't know how many of you are familiar with John Wooden. He is very well known in the United States and certainly among basketball uh, fans. He's the only person ever to make the Basketball Hall of Fame, both as a player and as a coach. And what he told his entering team, he led UCLA to an unprecedented number of victories and finals in the NCAA. And what he used to tell any new team is he never spoke about winning. He always said, when it's over and you look in the mirror, did you do the best that you were capable of? And if you did the best that you were capable of, the score doesn't matter. But I suspect that if you did the best that you were capable of, you will find the score to your liking. That is investing in our process. What we do is the exact opposite. We invest in the outcome. This is what I want. Oh, I want it so desperately because if I get it, I will be happy. And you try with might and main to do whatever you can, but you are always focusing on this is the outcome. Now, focusing on the outcome is fine. It gives you direction. Investing in the outcome means that you make the the achievement of a particular outcome dependent for your well-being and that is a surefire recipe for failure. What you can do is something else. You can invest in the process. That is, once you have determined, here is where I am, here is where I want to be, and that's fine. You focus on the outcome only to the extent that it gives you direction, and then you invest yourself completely in the process. You say, here are the steps you want to take, and you put everything into it. And if you succeed, wonderful. And if you don't succeed, still wonderful. Because now you have a new starting point. From that new starting point, you select another outcome and keep going. And when you do that, you will find that every day is a blast. Big thanks to Dr. Sri Kumar Rao. You can connect with him by visiting his website, theraoinstitute.com, and check out his most recent book entitled Happiness at Work, Be Resilient, motivated and successful no matter what. And there will be a link to the entire talk in the show description, as well as all the links to connect with Dr. Rao. And that is a wrap for me. When you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify, share it or subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And I will see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later.